Hello everyone. Welcome back. In the previous episode, we talked about the importance of parents involvement in kids play. In every child's development process, the age bracket 1 to 3 years is very exciting. We call it a toddler's phase. Your child has reached many milestones and now growing fast, building vocabulary each day, learning to show emotions, started understanding what he or she wants. But apart from all this, confidence is another area about which we all get concerned. On the other hand, it is a challenging or say confusing state for the toddler as well. So are you looking for some solutions? That's what we will be talking about in this episode. But before we look into that solution and another term that concerns parents separation anxiety, we are going to talk about that as well. Let me introduce myself to all the first time listeners. I'm Alpana Dev, I'm your host. I'm a published author of A Girl in the New Town, a blogger at mothersgurukul.com, freelance content creator, and a mother of two lovely kids who are my greatest source of inspiration for all my parenting posts, articles, and now podcast. Welcome to Mother's Gurukul podcast. So, how can you boost your toddler's confidence? First of all, do not compare. This is the first point that we all have to follow. If we want our toddler to be confident about their own qualities, then we should stop comparing our child with other kids. Instead, focus on their qualities and encourage them to explore new area. Tell me something. Are two butterflies alike? Then how can we children Yes, here I'm calling children at butterflies. Every child is talented and every child is gifted with so many strengths that God has given to that particular child. Every child learns at his or her pace. There are early developers, slow bloomers, and steady as you go kids in every group. So comparing your child's results or performances can be completely unrealistic. Guide them. Don't pressurize them or overburden them with tons of classes just because some other kid is going to that many activities or the other child of the same age is already has already started uh, tracing out the alphabets or numbers or counting till 20. Don't compare. Don't compare your child with that other kid. Work towards your child's improvement and efforts and use your child's results as a benchmark for his own performance, progress and development. Depending on their interest, desire and capabilities, let them follow what they want and not what you want from them. Don't be overprotective. Sometimes while taking care of them we overdo or say unknowingly we start caring way too much sometimes they have to learn things in a hard way i know we don't want them but that's the reality if we keep protecting them all the time they are not going to learn doing things independently remember you are not going to be with them all the time they have to face few things independently when they are in that situation You can use the words like let's see how we can do this or 
Let's see if there is another way out for that. By using such encouraging words, you are teaching them that there is always a way out. Words make a lot of difference. I remember when my daughter was in her toddler phase and for example, if she say if she wasn't in the mood to say hello to someone. I never liked when somebody will used to say, "Oh, she's shy, it's okay." When we say that you are shy, it is something that you are telling the kid that the child is like that. But instead, why not to say that I guess you're not in a mood to say hello right now. It's okay. Whenever you are ready and come and say hello. Words that we use while talking to our kids play a big role and it gets registered in their mind. Plan ahead. It is always good to prepare your child if you are going to meet people your toddler has never met before. Just like kids, adults do have hesitation in facing unknown people, but we have passed that stage in these many years. Kids are still learning to handle such situation. Preparing your child in advance will help them in adjusting at new place and with new people. They will not get overwhelmed. So start with small groups. Large groups scares young toddlers. They cannot handle too many people at one time. So best is to stick to small groups, calling people over or attending any social gatherings, play dates. Start with small group. Just imagine, you have been invited to a party with a big crowd or on the other hand, you have invited a big crowd and your little one is clueless about what's going on and instead of opening up and enjoying playing, they get cranky. Such situation arises mostly during birthday parties. I have seen parents invite too many people on their kids birthday. There is no harm in inviting friends over but think from your kids point of view. So keep the number in control and see how much your kid enjoys. Be their role model. We have to be their role model. Show them examples of friendliness. Say if you are in a park with other friends, talk to the other kids. Kids love to mimic our actions. Start a conversation initiate a game park is a place where kids can come up with impromptu games so join them there sometimes kids just need that little bit of push and they are ready to go don't be hard on yourself or on your child this is very important not all toddlers are the same sometimes an extrovert kid at home suddenly becomes introvert outside it is a big surprise for the parents but It's okay. He or she will be fine maybe in the next visit. So give yourself and your child some more time. We all have hopes and dreams for our kids, but they may not be in in line with their interest and talents. We should try to keep our expectations for success in line with their abilities and interests. Our self-esteem as a parent should not be explicitly linked to our child's behavior or developmental levels. When we are trying to boost the confidence of our toddlers, separation anxiety is something that also comes in picture. When kids are exposed to new settings, 
they are more likely to feel different if they are going through the separation anxiety phase then the adjustment becomes even hard every parent whether working or non working have to leave their child at childcare or with a babysitter or at a friend's place or at school every parent who has left a toddler with a caregiver has experienced the crumpled face the arms velcro locked around your knees the wail that rips through your heart we all have to go through this phase when we have to deal with situation explaining our child or convincing them that we will be back it is very normal for a toddler to protest for this change in their routine the fear of separation causes distress your little one cries or clings to you as you are leaving the room or heading out the door it is heartbreaking for both of us right at a young age kids don't understand they don't have a sense of time so they don't know that when you will return but from my experience i can say that little bit of prep work can make this transition phase little smooth they are not going to accept it happily we all know that it is difficult but trust me it is a normal stage of development they will adjust slowly once they get the confidence that you are not leaving them forever so how to help them in dealing with separation anxiety and get adjusted to a new place or with new people easily socialize socializing is very important nowadays most of us live in nuclear families our friends are like our second family so invite friends over take your child to library or parks where they get to mingle with their age kids sometimes too many unknown faces make kids uncomfortable if they are not used to it but as i have already mentioned earlier about the reason behind keeping the gathering small same rule applies here keep familiar surroundings if this is your first time dropping off your kid then it'll be a good idea if you pick a place or um or surroundings that your kid is aware of your best friend's place or your child's friend's place where they go on a regular basis can be a good idea to start they will not realize that you are dropping them but they will take it as a regular play date and even for you it will be a better idea if you will be because you will be at a peace but kids are unpredictable so be prepared if the reverse happens sometimes kids are very smart and they sense our intentions be confident about your choice your child can sense your nervousness believe or not they get a feeling that mommy or daddy are also going through the same emotional roller coaster because they have to drop me at school or daycare so you better be strong show them that you are confident about your decision and your child will be happy and safe there keep the timing factor in mind don't make the duration too long you know your kids eating time nap time and attention span so keeping all these in mind decide the duration you will not like to see a cranky and upset child when you return for pickup right 
If you start with short absences, your toddler will learn more quickly that you always return and can gradually get used to the separations as you gradually extend your absences. But try not to return while your child is crying or they will think that crying can bring you back and it will be hard for them to give up that strategy. Don't prolong your goodbye. Goodbye is just two words, but for your kid, it's more than that. It is obvious for your child to get anxious when you say goodbye. They feel that I am going to be here without mom and dad. So when you say bye, say it with a smiling face and immediately leave. Don't look back. Chances are your kid is looking at you standing at that very spot where he or she was when you said bye. If you look back, either one of you will get emotional. Kids are fine when you are not there, but never sneak out of the door. You are making your child even more upset this way. So just say a formal goodbye, simple goodbye and leave. Get friendly with the teacher. When your little ones see that you are friendly with the teacher or the caregiver, they get an idea that yes, my teacher or my caregiver is my mom's friend. That means she is my friend too. They feel safe and happy. So how can you do that? First, by letting your child have a good experiences with the teacher or caregiver in your presence. Second, by relating warmly to the teacher yourself in your child's presence. And Third is by speaking with enthusiasm to your child about the teacher. Be specific. Don't tell them just for the saying something. Say if you are going to pick up at 12.30 then tell the child that mommy will come to pick you up once you finish your lunch at school. Define the time that the child can understand. Separation anxiety is just a phase like any other phases and sooner or later your child will overcome that. So be positive. But if you are concerned about anything unusual that you notice or otherwise, then never hesitate to talk to your child's pediatrician. According to healthychildren.org, separation anxiety varies widely between children. Some babies become Hysterical when mom is out of sight for a very short time while other children seems to demonstrate ongoing anxiety at separations during infancy, toddlerhood and preschool. The trick for surviving separation anxiety demands preparation, bricks transitions and the evolution of time. In the next episode... We will further discuss about how to keep your toddler busy and in that process while you are keeping them busy, obviously you will be playing games. So how to keep your house clean. Until then, stay healthy, stay blessed. Happy parenting. Bye-bye.